Warning! What follows is a story of monsters, madness, and mayhem. I'm Nick. And I'm Zach. Welcome to Weird and Feared, a barely educational podcast about global folklore that aims to enlighten, entertain, and expand your world. Yep. Got a real hard D in there. In yeah. the, the end there. World. Duh. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. Well, so I'm going to tell you a story. So our uh, podcast typically goes here for anyone that's new to it. It's not. You're well aware of how this goes at this point. Absolutely. But you don't know what we're going to talk about today? Nope. I have no idea. Not a clue. So uh, let's just jump into it. So the story goes, several centuries ago in a village in Ireland, there lived a drunkard. Known as Stingy Jack. Jack was known throughout the land as a pretty, uh, pretty well known as a deceiver, manipulator, and a burden on over overall uh, the entire village, basically. Okay. So, one fateful night, a big guy, Satan, overheard from. I don't know, some some guy that made his way down into hell somehow. Just a passerby. Maybe he was just loitering. I don't know. The Satan? The Satan. Capital S. Shit. Anyways, he heard the tale of Jack's evil deeds and that silver tongue of his. Satan, unconvinced, maybe a little envious, uh... Heard of these rumors and decided to go pay old Stingy Jack a visit. The devil went to find out for himself whether or not Jack would live up to his vile reputation. Yes. Uh-huh. Sa- Satan wants to know. He wants to know what kind of what kind of yeah, heavy the, hitters he's is got. Is this down guy there. legit? Yeah, he's like, hmm. Well, typical. Jack was drunk and wandering through the countryside at night when out of nowhere he stumbled upon a body. Lying in the middle of the cobblestone path. Oh my god. The body, with a glint in its eye and an eerie grimace on its face, turned out to be little old Lucifer. Hey. Yeah, Satan. Hey, Lucy. Jack, in a moment of clarity possibly, realized quite somberly, and so maybe soberly at this point, uh, he realized that all his fun had finally come to an end. Oh, shit. Satan had finally showed up to collect his malevolent soul. So Jack made one last request. Okay. He asked Satan, let him drink ale before I depart eternally to the pits of hell. Hmm? Yeah? Yeah, how how'd Satan S- feel about that? Having no qualms with it, uh, Satan found their... You know, there's no reason not to acquiesce to this request. Satan and Jack, like a couple of old drinking buddies, headed up to the local pub. So Jack may be stingy in some aspects, but in some, he was quite a glutton. Many alcoholic beverages were consumed that night. (laughs) Upon finally deeming his thirst satisfactorily slated, quenched, Jack asked Satan, you pay the tab? A bold move. Very strong. Yeah, very <laughs> strong. Yeah. Uh, but you see, Jack didn't have any coins on him. I don't know. And not wanting to further ruin his reputation or continue being that drag on society, he wanted, uh, you know, his last night on earth, maybe he wanted to make sure he paid the bartender. 
I don't know. That's just me kind of musing right. on it. Right. Yeah. He's just trying. He wants to. When the chips when the chips are on the line, he wants to show that I'm all right this time. Yeah. Well, he's got the devil sitting next to him. <laughs> yeah. Like he's right. like, all right, you done drinking yet? Because <laughs> we're we got a yeah. Torture's coming. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Hell, hell is waiting for you. It's gonna get pretty hot soon. You done? Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, Satan, always the good guy, agreed to uh, metamorphose, metamorphose, metamorphosize? Yes, that works. There, there we go. Into a silver coin with which Jack could save some face and uh, pay the bartender. Okay. You know, obviously Satan's the coin, so Jack wasn't actually planning on paying him. He just was trying to... Look the right. part. Exactly. Um, anyways, Satan decided to do so. He was impressed by Jack's unyielding cleverness and his nefarious tactics. Uh, so Jack, also ever the good guy, stuck the now transmogrified Satan into his pocket, which is where he happened to carry his you know, pocket crucifix. Holy shit. In a real pickle now, uh, the crucifix presence kept Satan from escaping the form of a coin. Nefarious as always, Jack then coerced Satan to agree to his terms. Holy shit. He extorted Satan. (laughs) Yeah, he extorted (laughs) Satan. In exchange for your freedom, Satan, you have to spare me my soul for another 10 years. I don't know why he settled for 10 years, but... Uh, it's, it's the first maybe, thing... I don't know, it's maybe the first he, thing I thought about, yeah. Yeah, he's like, 10 years, give me 10. Let's go. 10 years go by, absolutely filled to the brim with drunken debauchery. God damn Jack it. was living it up. Jack. Those 10 years up, though, to the exact date when Jack originally struck his deal in that pub he found himself once again in Satan's presence. Jack happened upon Satan in the same setting as before. You know, just drunkenly stumbling about down a cobblestone path. And there he is. And he... So, again, he accepted. It's his time to go to hell for good. He had his ten years... As Satan prepared to take him down into the pit, Jack kind of rubbed his tummy, and he was like, could I have one apple to feed my starving belly? Oh, my God. Jack, Prince you don't need, need apples in hell. <laughs> yeah, the Prince of Darkness. <laughs> the Prince of Darkness, the now fallen shining sun of the morning, possessed by pure eternal evil, once again agreed to this request. As Satan climbed up the branches of a nearby apple tree, Jack drunk, Jack drunk, and having a blast that this dunce showed back up, ran around quickly and surrounded its base with crucifixes. <laughs> <laughs> He's just got a bag of crucifixes. Yeah. And see, this is this is like Satan's inner angel. He's still an angel at heart. He's like, okay, I guess I'll be a nice guy, even though I'm taking him to hell. <laughs> like, get out of here. Come on, Satan. Satan, once again, uh, well, Satan blushing as he realized this man is nefarious and cunning and has to be the worst person to be around, but was absolutely gutted by the fact that he had been duped once again. Once again, Satan had to demand his release. And as Jack did before, he made a demand that his soul never be taken by Satan into hell. <laughs> Maybe that should have been the first play. Right. Well, he, he was drunk. I don't know. Right. Uh, so Satan, dumbfounded and embarrassed once again, agreed and was then set free. So, all stingy Jack. Eventually, the drinking took a toll on the mortal man. Yes. And he died. 
Well, that's going to happen. Yeah. So his soul was prepared to enter heaven through the gates. The gates of St. Peter, but he was stopped. St. Peter was like, hold up. Yeah. Oh, you've been, yeah. You've been flagged, Jack. You've been flagged. Yeah. And Jack was told by God, like, so I imagine, like, St. Peter at the gates, he's like, hold on, you're not on the list. Right. And and then Jack's like, no, no, no. Like, just ask. Like, let me in. God shows up at the gates, and he's like, hmm. Your sinful lifestyle and deceitful debauchery, drinking, and shenanigans was that's none of that in here. You're not allowed into heaven. No. It's like, who do you think you are? Yeah. Jack? I'm not the devil, Jack. I got a little, I got, I'm a little smarter than him. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, Jack went down. At this point, his soul's struggling. He goes down to the gates of hell, and he begs for admission into hell. Satan just gives him one of these. You know, I, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Well, with a well, 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 maybe. <laughs> yeah, oh, hey, nice to see you again, Jack. What happened? Yeah. Uh, but, you know, ever the stickler for a contract and fulfilling his obligation to Jack, he, he couldn't take his soul. Oh, shit. Instead, to warn others, he gave Jack an ember, marking him a denizen of the netherworld. From that day on until eternity's end, Jack is doomed to roam the world between the planes of good and evil, with only an ember inside a hollowed turnip to light his way. Okay. Yeah. Fun story. It's a good kinda story. Makes, kind of makes Satan look like a little bitch, though. I mean, again, it's his inner <laughs> angel coming out. He's just yeah, like, okay, I like that. Like, he's like, I'll be a nice guy. Like, and then he's like, son of a, like, I just. I'm taking you to hell. It's the last nice thing I could do to you. Like I only yeah. rebelled from from God because He was pissing me off. I'm not a bad guy. This is just what I do now. So like, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, you know, he just keeps getting duped by this guy. Yeah. Tra- until he finally gets the last laugh, and he's like, "No, you're gonna walk the. Uh, you're gonna be stuck in purgatory basically for eternity." Yeah, because at that point, that's strike three. He's like, nah. He's like, yeah. Fool me once. Yeah. Shame on yeah. me. Fool me twice. I fucked up. Shame. Fool me three times. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. No. Nope. Get the fuck out of hell. <laughs> yeah, shit. So, back before Christianity got involved, there were these things called Will of the Wisps. Okay. And our tale of Stingy Jack may, or is definitely part of the Jack O'Lantern folklore. Oh. Much in... Oh. 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 Yeah. Much in the way uh, the same tale was kind of told across different areas as Will. shit. So Will, Jack, same thing, essentially. Jack O'Lantern. What the fuck? Yeah, with a turnip. Look up yes. turnip jack-o'-lanterns. They're terrifying. I, they're so much more terrifying than uh, pumpkin jack-o'-lanterns. I don't know where we made that switch, but somebody was like, yeah, this is really scaring the shit out of the neighbor kids, so um, let's use a pumpkin. Hmm? You got that? Turnip. I'm going to look it up. Jack-o'-lantern. Oh, it, it wants to f- complete my thought. All right. What? No! <laughs> yeah, they're terrifying. Yeah, we. Yeah, thank. Yeah, they said that's a dead human skull. That's what it, it looks, looks like. It looks like a voodoo doll or some oh, like kind a of actual... shrunken head. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Somebody was like, can, "Can we brighten this up a little bit? This is like a mummy." Yeah. Wow, that's wild. Yeah. So apparently. Uh, that's what uh, Jack O' Lantern started out as. Huh. Look that up if you're uh, sitting at home listening to this or wherever you are. Yeah, I'm just in awe. Jeez. Turn up, turn up Jack O' Lanterns are terrifying. Uh, but yeah, so there were also Will o' the Wisps. So Jack O' Lantern, Will o' the Wisp, kind of same thing. Comes from a similar storyline. Uh, 
So, with that in mind, have you heard of Will of the Wisps at all? Like in anything? Vaguely. Okay. Because, I mean, they're they're around. Yeah. Uh, they're also called Will of the Wisps. Will of Wisps. Ingus Fatus, which means fool's fire. Okay. Ghost lantern, ghost light. I could keep going. Sure. Uh, there's a lot of different names for these things. <clears throat> I've heard yeah. of the, I've heard of them vaguely, but I can't quite picture or piece together what that is at this moment. Well, it may be because during um, the last couple of weeks of you know not doing things that going out or anything, I've been playing Oblivion. Oh. The Elder Scrolls. You know, just okay. a like 14 year old video game, but that's fine. Whatever yeah, you have I've been to enjoying do. that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but they're in, in there. Um, Will of the Wisps, uh, Ghost Lanterns, Ghost Lights. Okay. Lots of them. <clears throat> Basically, what it is is a light that is seen typically by late night travelers, just kind of in the distance, you know. Okay. In Ireland and Scotland. UK areas, they tend to be seen near bogs or swamps. Uh, the same kind of goes for an area over here in the States. There's a swampy area in Massachusetts where a good amount of ghostly lights have been spotted multiple times. Okay. And they ha- they happen all over the place, though, really. <clears throat> like, all over the place. So, let's just jump into a couple of them here. Yes, please do. So, there's ones down in Texas that are called the Marfa Lights. Okay. So, how I'm, how I'm talking about Will of the Wisps, that glowing light that you see in the distance, it's like a pretty big phenomenon um, all over the world that these things happen. But then in certain areas, they kind of get their own names where they become known for the region or the city. So like these, Marfa Lights are in Marfa, Texas, which is down pretty far south, uh, southwest Okay. in Texas. It's in like the, uh, you know, where the vertical part goes straight down into Mexico. Yes. Like that little little bit that kind of hangs out there it's like well we still want to be with you guys yes it's in that area so basically mexico basically pretty close uh but yeah so the marfa lights they've been associated with all sorts of paranormal phenomena from ghosts ufos will-o'-wisps it's all over the place and a lot of these things are they're where did the description go? They're distant spots of brightness, distinguishable from ranch lights and automobile lights. So people, when you see them, you're not like, oh, that's a, a car headlight or, you know, like a motion light on a on a farm or something. Right. Ben, people are uh, well aware of what those look like down there because I'm sure there's ranches all over the place. So that's... One one over uh, down in Texas. Then there's the Paulding Light, which this is a little bit closer for us. Uh, still not very close, but in the Midwest. Uh, the Paulding Lights are in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. Okay. And they're very... I mean, they're big lights. Um they're seen somewhat off of a road in the UP, and they were first spotted in 1966. Uh, they were reported to the sheriff. A lot of people think these are UFOs or something. Sure. That makes sense. Of course, that would come to people's minds when they see these lights off in the distance. Yeah, but sometimes they're not that high in the sky, too. People are weird. I mean, everything's weird. <laughs> right. We got a whole sh- We got a whole show about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, crazy, right? <laughs> yeah, we do, absolutely. So then uh, 
hop, skip across. Let's go over to, uh, what is this, Laos? Yeah. Oh, wow. I think it's in Laos. Uh, I could be wrong on that. It might be Thai, Thailand. Anyways, along the Mekong River, <clears throat> glowing balls are alleged to naturally rise from the water Jeez. up into the sky. So, going back a long time now, we had a few episodes back, we talked about ghost portals. Yes. And their involvement with water. Yes, I believe we did. that was our Oxable Cemetery Fates, I think is what that episode was titled. It absolutely was, yes, indeed. And I ran into some stuff about ghost portals and their involvement with water and a bunch of weird out there kind of stuff at the time. You know, we've been doing this for a while now and we keep getting into things that become more normal for us, I guess you could say, that are, yes. are definitely not normal. Um, but so this, all these phenomenons are taking place near water at this point. Okay. So there's photographs of these balls that kind of pop up out of the water and just hit the sky. And you can look it up. It's on, if you go to Wikipedia and just go to the Naga lights, they got different photos and it's kind of, it makes you kind of skeptical because across the river, there's fireworks going on. Mm. But then yeah. there's like these these ones that look like they just kind of leap off from like closer to shore. And it's a big river. It's not like, you know, just kind of a hop skip type thing. But uh, yeah, lights just kind of soaring out of the water. Then back back over to our continent. The St. Louis light in uh, Saskatchewan. It's not St. Louis, Missouri. It's in Canada. Okay. Uh, But this phenomenon is basically the same thing. It's a light that follows a certain path. Uh, A lot of people have spotted it, and it tends to come along a railroad track. Um. So many people have seen it that it actually came up in an episode of Unsolved Mysteries at one point. Oh, jeez. But the legend of this story is that, um, because it's on the train tracks, that a train conductor or brake man uh, was drunk at the wheel? Yeah. Helm? I don't uh, know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what you're... Uh, uh, he was drunk on the job. Let's it, just say that. Sure. Drunk at the engine? Uh, I don't know if that quite fits. Well, he's the brake man, though. Okay, so, so drunk. Okay, so just out of his... Drunk fucking, at the big lever. Drunk at, drunk at the big lever. I like that. Yeah. Let's just say drunk on the job. It's easier. It is. It's more accurate. Right. It's <laughs> just making so, up turns, <laughs> terms to train things we don't know about. <laughs> yeah. All right. He was drunk on a train while he was working. Okay. Anyways, he, uh, I guess, from what I've read and my limited knowledge knowledge of trains, mm-hmm. I'm guessing he kind of poked his head out and another train went by. No! <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Okay. That, so that's then, a mess. Yeah. Well... So he was decapitated, they say. Right. And so um, the legend is that he kind of walks around looking for his head. And that's him holding up his lantern looking for his head. But this this orb of light tends to follow the tracks up and down, kind of meandering about. Weird. Yeah. Very. Right. So I could go on and on about 
all sorts of uh, these types of sightings. Sure. These ones popped up pretty quickly, though. So they tend to be like the bigger ones. But like if you go to the... I forget which site it was. It was probably Wikipedia, honestly. But um, there's just a list of tons of these lights that are associated with will-o'-wisps. But going back again to be prior to my stingy Jack story, there is a whole different sort of theory about these things. Well, hold on. Let's back up a little bit here. Okay, sure. Let's do it. Because there is a whole different theory about these things, but let's go into a little bit of debunking. Okay. Because there's been a lot of debunking attempts at these things. Like, a lot of people say that they're uh, car headlights just being reflected by atmosphere. Yeah, bouncing around, whatever. Weird things, yeah. Uh, There's definitely the phenomena of swamp gas. That's a thing. Like, it's been documented since like the 1500s i think i was reading jesus like people were like swamp gas that's yeah it tends to be a thing lights up uh ignites and then so so just those two facts right there we got car headlights or swamp gas one has been documented since the 1500s the other is you know 100 20 years old at this point. Sure. Around there. So people have been kind of questioning this stuff for a long time, and they keep questioning it. Uh, The train one, people have gone out there, check it out. Uh, They see car headlights. I can't find anything that gives substantial evidence to it being like, this is definitely car headlights reflected at this point. Uh, The Marfa ones in Texas... It's got people studying it, like, a lot, actually. And it's, like, down to the days and how many sightings there are per day, which breaks down to very little, actually. So it's, like, every year you're seeing there's a window with five days and there's nine sightings. There's a lot of cars. There's a highway that's nearby. So, like, highways are nearby. I mean, it's a little weird that it's only five days a year or whatever. Right. For it to be cars. Um, So now, let's go back to... Oh, actually, hold on. Back in Asia, that Naga fireball. Or, yeah. The ones that come out of, up out of the river. Some people say that it was... I think this is where I got mixed up. I don't mind know my Asia geography that well, but people on the Laos side were shooting rifle rounds with tracers or something. Okay. Allegedly at some point. And that's why you see these orbs. But some of these accounts go back before any of these things existed. Before cars, before tracer rounds. So, now we're back to prior to Christianity and prior to a lot of things. Fairies. Hmm. Yes. The Fae. Sometimes called hobs or goblins, gnomes. Yes. The fairies were... Uh, they were somewhat mischievous. And some people said that Will-o'-the-Wisps were fairies that would uh, like to lead people off of the path. Whether for mischievous reasons or, uh, I don't know. Yeah, just to fuck just around? F- just for, yeah, just for their entertainment. So... 
that is a whole new realm that opens up is when you get down to the down to fairies they are an entire thing and yes i really want to do more on them but right now i'm trying to stay in the uh, will of the wisps category gotcha understood I mean, yeah, Ferris uh, could be just probably multiple episodes, I would imagine. Oh, yeah. It's just uh, nonstop. You could do a deep dive in there. Yes. For sure. And then you get into elves. Fucking gnomes. elves. Well, and it spans so many different uh, regions, too. Like, right. And religions and all this stuff. So, like, this is, we're talking old school stuff here. Pre-medieval and uh, yeah, some of the oldest uh, descriptions of fairies are like, so we now typically have like the fairies with like the dragonfly wings or the butterfly wings, like Tinkerbell or yeah, you know things that people think of along that like along those lines. But prior to like the Victorian era, back in medieval times, uh, sometimes. Th- fairies or like these will of the wisps in mexico they were just called brujas which just means witch jesus and then in uh back to you know let's go back to england uk area and they were kind of said to float or fly through means of magic so they would just kind of they didn't have wings necessarily. They just kind of floated. Right. You know? And then some said that they were more where they would uh, fly on birds. Like they would use birds as mounts. Oh, almost. shit. There's an awesome visual. Right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So they're just hopping on birds. They're, I mean, they're creatures of nature, basically. So then you get back to this Will of the Wisp thing and... What are they? Are they uh are they fairies just lighting the way? Maybe. I mean, then you can keep you can keep going. I can just keep going. We can just keep going down right. this path. Are they uh, I mean Christianity comes back into play. Of course it does. After the seventeenth century. And fairies become demons. Of course or, they would. <laughs> yeah. But that's after they become pagan deities you know it just keeps going right that's true they're just we're looking humans are looking for something some template to throw onto these things because they have no idea what they are right so it just keeps going down and down and down until i mean it can go down so many routes until you get to the point where it's so fairies were kind of living off the land and they were seen as I don't want to say less than human, but like they were different, very different. Right. So then some people say that they were like, uh, it's a metaphor almost for these people that lived on the earth and they could only carry torches, but they looked kind of like people. So like they're talking like other races before. Man. Yeah. So it goes way back. Like Neanderthal type, other, other, yeah, other bipedal earth creatures. Yeah, exactly. And so then, but you still have these lights that I have a hard time believing that everyone across the world associated this random lights kind of out where you shouldn't be traveling with Neanderthals. Like, everybody was like, yeah, yeah, no. Those aren't real people. Right. (laughs) Right, yeah, right. And, I mean, Neanderthals only, they didn't exist everywhere. Right. And these lights are everywhere. These lights tend to be everywhere. And it could be swamp gas. There's a lot of studies on these things. Unfortunately, I couldn't dive that hard into that, but you could. You definitely could. There's yes. a ton of info out there on there. 
a lot of these studies are ongoing too. I mean, can you imagine being a research scientist researching what a will of the wisp is? Oh, yeah. It's like okay, like how many have they documented? They've documented these lights, right? They've seen them, recorded them. Has that happened? Yeah. Shit. Yeah. I tried finding a lot of photos on them, and photos were difficult to come by. But I might just be in the wrong spot, too. I don't know. Well, they're probably all under lockdown in these secret NSA research facilities to find out what a will-o'-the-wisp is. Yeah. They have somebody scrubbing the internet for will-o'-the-wisp pictures to figure out the true mystery. Yeah. Well, and it's such a weird thing because it goes back so long and like all the things that say that it's I'd believe swamp gas before I I would believe reflected headlights because it just goes back too far right yeah swamp gas seems like the better choice I've never I need to look up videos of swamp gas just so I can have that visual in my head because I don't know what swamp gas looks like when it lights up I have no idea I've I've always uh, heard it but I've, I have no idea what that looks to me yeah, I, I don't know either. So the reason I got on this was I was researching a different topic. And yes. I came across what is called St. Elmo's Fire. Okay. Which we know is like a, a movie from the late 80s. No. Yeah. Yes. It's a movie. Either way. Yes. Uh, so <laughs> it's yeah. also a phenomenon, though. And a saint. St. Elmo is the patron saint of sailors. And so there's this weird phenomenon in uh, thunderstorms. I guess planes tend to see them, and especially ships. And back in the day, this would have been a very bizarre thing to see before anywhere near modern science. Right. So it's uh, hard for me to explain because I don't entirely grasp the electricity aspect of things. But so when there's different differentiations between <sighs> different voltages, I guess yes. when a thunderstorm is happening and all this stuff, basically if it has a hard point, it becomes easier for this to happen. So, you know, those, balls where you put your hand on it and you get the arc and it goes to your hand type yes i do yes uh so this is me very not knowing what i'm talking about trying to explain this we're right but so with that the the storm kind of does that okay essentially not quite as bright and pronounced but it, it gives a glow to like those hard edges so like a mast yeah that's near a storm on the open water because there's nothing else that high nearby you get to see like arcs of light kind of shooting off of it that makes sense and this is a thing that is documented and can be seen and it's very bizarre because i think i would be freaking out if i saw that right now unless had i not looked into this right and it was just like okay well, so, electricity is crazy, and if you just see it shooting out or reflecting all over the place, you're like, why is that happening? Right. I'd be like, uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what God? I'd be like, what God is doing that? Poseidon, are you mad? Why is this happening right. in, the, in the open up water? Right. So you kind of see where, like, all these things kind of get really weird and convoluted, and you can't really tell what's happening anymore. Jesus. So swamp gas, though, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, now I'm just. I gotta Google swamp gas. <laughs> yeah. What is swamp everybody gas? Should, everybody should, because I never got around to it. No, that's because I'm just. I've always heard like it does stuff like that, but I've never bothered to be like, what well, does it actually I, look like? Swamp gas. I think that was like one of the th- things they said about Roswell or something. <laughs> like yeah, it was always yeah swamp gas and well and weather balloons, but weather yes balloons. a lot of swamp gas right. Maybe that's why like, I just I just associate it with bullshit. I never bothered to look like ah whatever swamp gas whatever I don't care. Yeah, but uh, it, it is somewhat of a thing. Like it's been documented since forever. Right. 
not great, not a great documentation because I can't imagine it's easy to document. And you're like, well, well, this swamp's going to fart over here at, you know. Right. And who wants to just sit out in front of a swamp and look for swamp gas? I mean, yeah. I guess now you can finally like mount a camera and just point at the swamp and come back and check on it or have it live. I want to watch. That's a fun stream. I want to watch the live stream of a swamp just looking for swamp gas. Then if you yeah. note, if you notice it, there it is. Look what I did. I saw it. Yeah. I spent eight hey, hours. I would, I would like to see it. Yeah, me too. I mean, we both live somewhat near bodies of water. I wouldn't call them swamps by any means. No, it's too it's too Illinois to be a swamp. Yeah, but I've I've never seen anything that I would consider an orb of light. No. But I don't know. So that's kind of my uh ramblings on random lights and Maybe it's just Stingy Jack. What well, God, Stingy Jack. Man, how dumb did you think I was when I didn't piece together he was a jack-o'-lantern? What an idiot. <laughs> I was just like, what the fuck? Of course that's what it is. Yeah, well, I mean, that can tie into a whole bunch of other stuff, too. But that... What, and now, like, Jack is, like, one of my favorite characters in folklore now. Yeah. What a yeah, badass. Yeah. What a badass. That he still fucks up at the end, and now he's just cast to roam the earth. Or wherever he's roaming, in between realms, worlds, dimensions. Yeah. I looked into that a little bit around Halloween time because I thought, you know, more appropriate. But sure, getting into the Will of the Wisps or the Jack-O-Lanterns or Ghost Lanterns or... There's a billion names for them, but they all kind of tend towards Will, Jack, or Ghost. Right. Yeah, I mean, Ghost Orbs, these people go off the rails with that shit. Mm-hmm. So like that could be anything. I think the coolest part, well, one of the coolest parts. There's a few actually, but is that the the how um like how you said how ancient, how far back these stories go? Like it's just always we just always see these things, and we still don't really know. We can think of what it might be, but at the end of the day, we're still like I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Mm. Is it an elf? Is it a fairy? Is it a witch? Is it a demon? Is it? Yeah. Is, is it, it something is it, that weird or that rare? Right, and then once technology gets involved, we can start like, oh, is it a headlight? Is it this thing, other electronic device? Because those exist now, but I just don't know. Yeah, but they've been around for so long. I mean, you could, re- if you wanted to hoax something, you could just go where these things are supposed to be and like just freak people out once in a while. Like when you know, when you see something, you'd have to plan it out, but find a way to like just. <laughs> Just like, like flash a light or make a flashlight look like not a normal flashlight, some kind of weird like glowing as part far as like a beam goes or something, and just random intervals, people wouldn't know what's going on. Just a lightsaber. Just a lightsaber. Just light up a lightsaber out there. <laughs> it makes the Good. sound too. Like what the huh. fuck? <laughs> well, is this a lightsaber? And then people can. I, th- I saw a lightsaber in the woods. <laughs> what? It's a ghost Jedi. It's a good way to ruin someone's life. I saw a lightsaber in the woods. I swear to God, I did. You're crazy. Were you drunk? No, well, not that drunk. Okay. Yeah, well, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm u- usually drinking at that time. I just. Fuck. That's when I'm relaxing. I go for a walk and I have a beer. And I saw a lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> sure you did. Yeah. And the guy's The guy's name is Jack. And then the story is that a guy named Jack got lost in the woods looking for the lightsaber, and that's what you see. You see his flashlight out there because he's looking for the lightsaber, man. Yeah. Well, and that's the weird thing, too, is like, so supposedly these Will-O-Wisps try to, well, I mean, there's so much I can get into with fairies that it's a, right really a whole thing. But, so they... They try to lure you out there, and some say that fairies are good, and some say that they're bad. Some say they're in the middle, and maybe what what are they doing? Um, your episode on gremlins kind of back a few weeks or so ago. Yes, of course. That kind of comes from the fairy mythology, too. Yes. I remember how much you touched on it, but... Not a lot because it, like like it comes out of that though, right? Absolutely, yeah. These these little because mysterious... you talked about the hobgoblins, yep, which are basically fairies. In in hob, 
was a, a term for fairies. Yep, it absolutely stems from that. And then just to watch how that tradition evolved, we go from the fairy stories to now these things are tearing apart planes, and that's just humans talking about. I mean, just the kobolds, these little those little guys that just live in the, in like yeah. brewer, brewery dwarves or demons, elves, creatures. Mm-hmm. Fuck man, so many creatures. Yeah. But uh, that was kind of my my I guess you could call it an intro to fairies, but it was more of a more on the Will of the Wisp and the story of Jack. Yeah, Jack and Will of the Wisp. They're both fantastic. And they do go together because is one the other? What is that? I mean, essentially, yeah, they're the same thing. When you go back that far in folklore. Right. Which is that's also great too, just to think I just like thinking about how ancient stories are. And then mm-hmm. I get then I get lost. Like these are the ones that made us made it to us. How many stories were insane that just never made it? Like they got edited out by the process of people just didn't want to talk about them. I mean, how scary is the devil though? If you can convince him to turn into a coin to like pay your bar tab, man, it's just angel buffoonery. I stand by it. He's still <laughs> at the end of the day. He's still just like. He's still like a devout, like a good, like he think he thinks he's a good dude. He's like, I'm down. Like, he's just angry that his dad abandoned him or his dad didn't believe in his stories and his brother kicked him out of the house. So now he's living with all these fucking other rejects that sided with him. He doesn't like them very much anyways. And now he's like, oh, you're going to send me all these bad souls? Well, what the fuck is it? Well, I guess I might as well get as many as I can. But then when he has to negotiate with someone, he's just like, yeah, man, you can get a drink. Yeah, go grab an, yeah. ap- go grab an apple. It's like, son it's of like, a yeah. I just need a friend. He's he's a lonely. He just needs the devil. Just wants love. Were we weren't we talking about Satanists and stuff earlier last episode? Yeah, vaguely. Vaguely. There's a revisionist history. The Satan just wants to be loved. He was just he was just abused. The Satan is the victim of I mean, abuse. That really goes back to his core story, though, right? Absolutely right. God loved man more than they loved. He loved it's, the angels and. Satan just, Lucifer just wanted that love. He did. He just wants to be loved by his father. He's like, really? These people? Look at them. <laughs> they made that internet thing that's taking over the world. He's like, do you know they're trying to make something stronger than you somehow? And you're God. You don't, because mm. they can, they can see, they can kind of not quite predict the future, but you know, you get inklings and he's like, you know what these guys are going to do eventually, right? Mm-hmm. They're going to, they're going to replace you. And then they're going to replace themselves. You, what are they doing? Why would you make this? And he's like, get out. He's just like, oh, boo, you'd always poo-poo my ideas, Lucifer. I thought you were my best son. Well, <laughs> maybe it's because I tell you the truth, Dad. I tell you what you really want to hear. Where's Michael and Gabriel? Get this asshole out of here. <laughs> so I wasn't even charging your rent. Now you got to go. You're going to kick me out of this whole, this whole country? Yeah. Yeah, you got to go down in the basement and pay rent. Yeah, I I heard there's the, uh, I heard there's all these these pagan traditions with like Hades and shit. Go live down there. No, I just isn't. All right. Hmm. Fine. Now I'm in. Now I'm in hell. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Yep. Yep. Well, he he was a coin. Jack made him become a coin. He just fucked up. He's like, son of a bitch. And he just wanted to sh- he just wanted to show off like oh, I can become a coin. All right, yeah. get him. Get my- like, uh, maybe Satan had a few drinks in him, and he was like, I could totally become a coin. Yeah. And then, and then when he slides in the pocket and feels the crucifix coming, he's like, son of a bitch. <laughs> he's like, well, shit. It's like literally, god damn it. What the? F- I Come mean, on. why didn't Jack just leave him there though? Why was he like? You know, I got you now. Give me ten years. Cause, cause he because he comes from the race of beings that are going to create the digital dominion and rule over all of the earth. Cause he's he's from that <laughs> dumb mindset. Those idiots. Mm-hmm. Those rejects who don't know what the fuck they're doing with this planet. You trick an immortal. <laughs> you trick an immortal being. Then you just fuck up. Yep. Well. Well. Will the Wisp. Jack. Jack O'Lantern. Jack O'Lantern. Oh, what do you want me to... 
Man, what do you want me to call that one? Will the Wisp or Jack-O-Lanterns? Or just stick with Will the Wisp and have the Jack-O-Lantern story surprise you like it surprised me? It's up to you. Uh, I, I guess, probably. Do that. Will the Wisp it? That sounds good. It's a little less on the nose. The story within the story. Perfect. Yeah. And then people won't hear us talking about the how we enabled the episode unless they've already listened to it. So this is all good. At this point, you've already been invested. <laughs> you absolutely have. Um, and if you want to tell me how invested you are, you can email me at Weird and Feared Podcast. You can email Zach, too. You can email the both of us at weirdandfeardpodcast at gmail.com. If maybe mm-hmm. you've, you've cited a Will of the Wisp, you've seen a crazy light out in the woods, you've seen a lightsaber activate in the forest, and you chased it. Oof. Let us know about that. I would like to see all of that or hear about it. Yeah, please do that. And even Facebook, Instagram, all that good stuff. And you can... Uh, Help us out on the Patreon and listen to our Weird the Feared, Weird and Feared Behind the Veil, where the stories continue and we keep rambling and talking about stuff uh, about the. Uh... Did that happen during the episode? We talked about what? the digi- the digital dominion. I think, or do we talk about? Uh, I got last week. I got to remember when we say things if we're gonna. Yeah. Oh well. I think Anyways. that was in the episode. Okay. Good. I'm just saying the internet's. Well, we're saying the internet's coming for us, so be weary of that. But. In the meantime, follow us on the internet. <laughs> yeah, follow us on the internet. <laughs> As we shit talk it, but uh, yeah, but yeah, that's the Will of Wisp and good stuff. Stay safe and stay spooky, guys. Yeah, stay spooky. Mm-hmm.